Thank you for joining us today on Tetelestai. You know, there's a beautiful story in the Gospel of Luke about a woman who was a described by Luke as a sinner. She was a societal outcast. Many believe that she was probably a whore, a prostitute, and had a tremendously well-known reputation for the kind of sinner that she was. Jesus happened to be visiting the home of a Pharisee named Simon. And this woman comes in, and she fell down at the feet of Jesus. She is behind him, not even before him, but behind him. She's weeping at his feet. She is drenching his feet with her tears. She is wiping his feet, and the tears that are falling upon his feet with the head of her hair, and she is kissing his feet. This, and she, she is anointing them with perfume, the scripture says. Simon was very indignant, thinking, well, if Jesus was really a prophet, he would know what kind of woman this is. And of course, Jesus perceived what he was thinking, and Jesus asked him a question. He said, look, Simon, I want to ask you something. I've got something to say to you. There was a moneylender. He had two debtors. One owed him 500 denarii, the other 50. When neither one could repay him, he canceled both the debts. And which one of them do you think will love him more? And of course, Simon's thinking, he's, well, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt canceled. And of course, Jesus said, that's right. You've judged correctly. And then he turned to the woman. Now, up to this point, she's been behind him. And now he, she, he turns to her. And he points down and he says, Simon, do you see this woman? I mean, I entered your house. You didn't give me water for my feet. Uh, she's drenched my feet with tears and wiped them with her hair. You didn't greet me with a kiss, but from the time she came in here, she's not stopped kissing my feet. You didn't anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with perfume. And for this reason, I tell you, her sins, which are many, have been, past tense, forgiven. For she loved much. But the one who is forgiven little, loves little. And he looked at her and he said, your sins have been forgiven. Go into Shalom. Your faith has saved you. You know, that's a beautiful picture of what you and I need to realize concerning the debt we have been forgiven of by God, the debt of our sins, a debt you and I could not repay, but that Jesus has freely fully and completely paid for in our behalf. He paid the debt we could not pay. We owed this debt because of our sin, but he freely forgave it. He has freely forgiven us of our sin. I love how Luke makes the statement of Jesus stand out. Her sins, which are many, have been, past tense, forgiven. Some people will read this story and think that it's because of the woman's contrition, what she was doing before Jesus, her crying, her weeping, all of those things, that she, in that position, merited the forgiveness of Jesus. That's how she got it. No, what this woman was doing was expressing gratitude for a forgiveness that she realized that was found in Jesus. She was already forgiven. She was 
acknowledging this reality by her expression of love, devotion, and worship to Christ. Because it was a finished work. It was a grace work. Nothing she could do to earn it. And she was so grateful. Her heart was so, so absolutely filled with gratitude, love, and devotion for Jesus. She wept. She cried. She kissed his feet. This was all expression. All of those things were expressions of love, devotion, and worship to him for what he had granted to her by his grace. There was nothing she could do to earn it. And then Jesus affirmed, confirmed to her the reality of her forgiveness by saying, hey, your faith saved you. You trusted. You believed in me. Go into peace. Go into shalom, into wholeness. Enter into that life of experiencing wholeness in every area because of my grace. In what ways have you you and I expressed our gratitude, our love, our devotion to the Messiah today for our forgiveness. You know, sometimes we have a tendency, maybe like Simon, when that woman came in, obviously Simon probably thought he was way up on the totem pole of righteousness, much higher than her because of his you know, religiosity, his moral, you know, superiority that he felt over her and certainly probably felt that, you know, he was way, way, way more righteous than she was. And yet Jesus made it very clear, you know, people that don't realize the depth of their depravity and sin sure don't show a lot of grace or gratitude for forgiveness. And yeah, it's sort of a take it or leave it thing with a lot of people. They don't express how grateful, how thankful they are because they don't realize the depth of the sin and the cost of it, the price of it that's been paid for for them. Their eyes haven't been opened clearly to see the total, absolute carnage and cost that sin has brought upon their life, the debt they owed. Every day that you and I live, we need to live our lives in gratitude for a grace given to us by Christ, for a forgiveness that's been freely given to us. Nothing we could do to earn us. Grace is absolutely, totally, and completely free, period. And it's already been granted to you. Forgiveness has already been granted to you. It's a matter of you and I simply taking our hands, stretching out and receiving it. Can't merit it. We can't earn it. There's nothing we can do to justify, you know, saying, God, you need to forgive me because I've done A, B, C, D. No, we don't deserve it. Christ merited grace for us and shares his grace and the delightfulness of his grace and the power of his grace with you and with me. And for that, you and I walk in grace, we live in grace. We breathe grace. We live in an absolute irremovable suit of grace and forgiveness and righteousness that is not our own but belongs to Jesus. Not because of anything we did, but because of everything he did for us and shared it with us. And that, my friend, is a reason to be grateful, to worship, and to love the great and most high God that we serve. Take some time today to say thank you.
to Jesus for his grace. May the Lord's grace and peace be yours in fullest measure. And Lord willing, we will be with you again tomorrow.